Hello there, you're listening to the 17th Commercial Awareness with Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson. I write the Watson's Daily Newsletter which helps readers to understand and remember what's going on in the business and financial news. I use the experience I've gained in over 20 years of being a stockbroker, headhunter and career transition coach to help you improve your commercial awareness. In this episode, I look back at some of the key stories from the financial markets and business news from the week commencing Monday 20th of July. And now, it's time for the incredibly loud music. After a tense five-day marathon meeting session, members of the EU came to an agreement about the makeup of the 750 billion euro European coronavirus bailout package. The so-called frugal four countries of Austria, Denmark, the Netherlands and Sweden were joined by Finland to make the frugal five and put enough pressure on proceedings to lower the initially proposed amount of grants versus loans. Grants don't add to government's debt, whereas loans do. The funds will initially be allocated depending on things like unemployment and income per person. This is certainly a step forward for Europe, giving it increased power to raise money and distribute it. It will be interesting to see the execution, but for now I would say that this is crisis averted. Tesla announced a fourth consecutive quarter of profit, which means that it is now eligible for entry into the S&P 500, a real landmark in the company's development. It announced a new factory in Texas and will be on a hiring boom as a result. All the other car manufacturers have seen Tesla's massive share price outperformance and cranked up efforts to get their own electric vehicles onto the market. General Motors said last week that it is developing 20 new electric models by 2023, including an electric Hummer. Uh, Ford is selling an electric Mustang SUV and Jeep will be bringing out an electric Wrangler. It all sounds great, but the fact remains that electric vehicles still form a tiny percentage of car sales overall, which is the main reason why their comparable percentage gains look so impressive. This will clearly change, but it won't do so overnight. In other car news this week, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles signed a deal with Google's Waymo to use its driverless tech. This effectively ends the company's relationship with Amazon-backed Aurora and gives Fiat Chrysler access to what is seen by many to be the most cutting-edge driverless technology at the moment. Debate is raging in the US at the moment over whether to ban TikTok due to security concerns. TikTok's Chinese parent company, ByteDance, has been making efforts recently to try to assure critics that it is sufficiently removed from the Chinese government so as to not be the data security threat that everyone is fearing. The company suspended plans to build a UK HQ due to all the kerfuffle and it turns out that venture capital firms General Atlantic and Sequoia Capital have been talking to the US Treasury and other regulators about potentially buying TikTok out of ByteDance and giving the parent a minority non-voting stake. India has already banned TikTok and it looks like the US is seriously considering a similar ban. So the solution pro um, proposed by the venture capital companies could be the least bad option at the moment.
Interestingly, in India, when 200 million TikTok users lost access overnight, local rival Raposo got 22 million signups in 48 hours. Facebook is about to launch something similar called Instagram Reels and YouTube will soon be launching something called Shorts. Clearly, the demand for what TikTok supplies is out there. And if TikTok isn't there to meet it, many others will try to satisfy that demand instead. Elsewhere in social media, Snap reported slower revenue growth in the second quarter, but added that advertiser spend was turning a corner. It also managed to add 4% more users. Twitter also added users, but it saw ad revenues continuing to fall. Microsoft-owned LinkedIn announced that it would cut 6% of its staff as demand fell for its recruitment service. Microsoft itself reported higher revenues, but profit margins took a bit of a hit due to the company investing in its cloud computing business. It also made the headlines this week because Slack took it to court, saying that Microsoft unfairly bundles Teams with Microsoft 365, thus hurting Slack's potential business. In tech hardware, the EU regulators are looking very closely at Google's proposed $2.1 billion acquisition of Fitbit and say that it will have to make a number of concessions, otherwise the investigation will get more thorough and take much longer. And in Corona trends this week, house prices are rising, according to Rightmove, due to pent-up demand, Rishi Sunak's recent lifting of the stamp duty threshold and the trend of more people looking at living in the suburbs. Many are considering living further out because working from home is likely to mean that living close in will be less necessary. Plus, many more want room for home office space. Sales of second-hand cars are increasing, especially for those priced under £5,000, as people turn to other ways of getting to work while avoiding public transport. Talking of which, bus company Stagecoach announced it was cutting jobs due to fewer people using its services, something that rival First Group also mentioned recently. Kingfisher, the owner of Screwfix and B&Q, benefited from people indulging in DIY projects under lockdown, but they are being coy about what the performance might be like for the rest of the year. Usually their performance closely mirrors what is going on in the property market as people either spruce up their places to sell or spruce them up when they move in. At the moment there appears to be a mini boom going on, so I would have thought they will do okay for a while longer before things start to slow down again going into the end of the year if the economy doesn't pick up. Retail gloom is continuing as Tesco announced it was cutting contract cleaners at 2,000 of its stores to cut costs. M&S announced 950 job cuts and Ted Baker announced it would be reducing its workforce by 25% as part of an ongoing restructuring. On the other hand, some people have been killing lockdown boredom by indulging in online trading, which has benefited the likes of IG Group and AJ Bell. It also seems that those with serious amounts of money have been spending with abandon at auctions run by Sotheby's and Christie's. I've got an announcement to make. There will be some changes to this podcast in the very near future. I'll still be doing the weekly roundup, but I will also be doing a short daily podcast and the occasional interview with some very interesting people. The daily podcast should be quite entertaining, so watch this space. Anyway, that's all for this edition of the Watson's Daily Podcast. I hope you found it useful. If you like what you hear, please leave me a nice recommendation. It makes a real difference and helps me to continue to help you. 
Also, if you want more information on a daily basis, please subscribe to Watson's Daily. You will get my daily blog for free, but if you really want to learn how to use this stuff in your job, studies or business, please think about signing up for a paid subscription that is only £2.99 per month. You'll get access to all my materials via my website and the subscription also includes a really useful Watson's Daily app for your mobile device. And you get all of this for less than the price of a cup of coffee per month. Anyway, see you next time. Watson out. Here comes the loud outro music. Thank you.